Hey, hey, I'm Jaleesa, self-proclaimed foodie, CrossFit junkie, and let's be real, I'm totally distrusting of government. But in case you can't relate to any of that, I'm also a stay-at-home mom that has burned myself out more times than I can count. If I had to describe my old way of being, it was busy, overwhelmed, and exhausted. After becoming a mom, it was hard to focus on anything other than keeping my daughter alive. It felt like there was no time to take care of me. Heck, it was hard enough trying to take care of myself before becoming a mom. But the hard truth is that I needed to make the time. It just felt a whole heck of a lot easier to stay stuck in denial. The never-ending burnout cycle, though, taught me that self-nourishment isn't a luxury. It's a necessity. And it begins with spiritual wellness. Honing into my spiritual well-being allowed me to thrive in all the other areas, mental, emotional, and physical. And in the process, I learned that my all-or-nothing mindset was holding me back, and routines and schedules weren't actually there to keep me trapped like I always swore they were. The fact of the matter is that I just needed to make a different choice. The choice to stop making excuses and to take responsibility for my own well-being. Because if I didn't, I'd continue living from an empty cup. That's why I'm here today, to share with you my own experiences, including the struggles, and show you how to expand your focus as a mom instead of shifting it so that you can be empowered in your daily experiences and positively impact the next generation. This is the Holy Nourished Mama podcast. Let's grow together. Hey, hey, happy Monday. I hope you are making it an awesome start to the week. I know I am. And I just want to say a quick thank you. Thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for continuing to support this podcast. Thank you for trusting me to guide you in holistic living, in all your roles as a mom, as a wife, as a friend, just trusting me to guide you in your holistic well-being and thank you for just making the the last couple series the first series I should say of this podcast be such a hit Um, thank you for sharing the word and just sharing with other moms who it absolutely was able to bless Um, with that said also my daughter is in the background making paper airplanes So real mom life, right? If you hear the crumpling of paper, that's what it is. Um, But back to the topic for today. So now that we've covered a couple series, I wanted to jump into letting go of what no longer serves you and moving forward. So if you've followed me for a while, you know that I experienced a traumatic birth that completely transformed my life. However, I ended up allowing it to be attached to my identity for far too long. I honestly was scared to let it go. Like, I'll just be honest. I was terrified. And by letting go, by letting it go, I mean stop allowing it to play a main role in my life. For about three years, my story of birth trauma is how people came to know me. Maybe that's how you got to know me. It was what my business was centered around, and it was the story I used to serve other moms. And while it was beneficial for a season and that I was able to find healing and help those moms do the same, 
there came a point when it constantly drugged me down without me even realizing at first. There was so much negativity behind it all, even though there was also that healing. There was darkness and triggers and constant reliving every time I shared my story or held space for others. It got to a point where I knew wholeheartedly that I had to let go of my story, which honestly was a crutch for me. Yes, it was a part of my overall life story, but it wasn't and isn't all of it. I found that as I tried to move forward in how I served moms and the lasting impact I wanted to make in the world, that tying everything back to my trauma experience was all I knew, and it was holding me back, and it was keeping me from truly helping moms transform their lives from the inside out. It was only a single piece of the puzzle, but there is so much more. I feared that letting go of my story would mean less impact, less growth, less everything. A pessimistic mindset that I had worked so hard to turn around over the years. After lots and lots of prayer, I mean lots and processing, I felt convicted to move forward without that piece of my story. It now would serve as a building block and as something that shaped me into the uh, that that shaped me in the past and continues to shape me, but no longer defines me to others or myself. I had to embrace the fact that God's power has been at work in my life from long before my traumatic birth experience to this day, this moment. And I needed to stop living in the past and share my story of before, after, and now, mind, body, and soul. Because yes, while finding peace, growing in relationship with God, developing resiliency, and increasing confidence came from my experience with trauma, and all of that is amazing, There's also day-to-day life and how I show up each and every day, nourished and in constant growth, not narrowing my focus to one single area, but expanding it so that I can thrive in every area. So now I want to ask you, is there something that you're holding on to, even subconsciously, that is no longer serving you or others, that no longer needs to have precedence in your day-to-day life? then no longer needs to dictate how you live or show up. Is it your childhood upbringing? Is it trauma? And I just want to interject here that trauma is anything that you consider trauma for yourself. No matter what anyone else says or thinks, it is your experience and your story and yours alone. I wanted to note that because... If I just left it at, is it trauma, you might be thinking, well, I don't know. Is my story bad enough to be considered trauma? Was I hurt enough? Whatever the question might be, it might bring up a lot of questions. And I want you to know that it is not dependent on anyone else or anything else. It is solely dependent on if you feel like whatever it was was traumatic for you. All right. Is it maybe a way you live life currently? What is it that you're nervous or scared to let go of or just don't know how to let go of? Whatever it is, I have three steps for you to let go and move forward, all right? So maybe you want to pause this here, grab a pen and paper, type it out, take notes on your phone, whatever it is. But these are going to be truly transformational steps for you to let go and move forward. 
So step one, confront whatever it is you're holding on to and why you're holding on to it. Even if it's tough to come to terms with, okay, I want you to confront it and really acknowledge why you're holding on to it. Meet that thing face to face. Acknowledge that it was and is a part of your life story, but understand that it does not define you unless you let it. Then hone into why you've held on to it. What has it meant for you? Is it because it's all you know? Has it been a go-to excuse for you? What has caused you to hold on to it all this time? When I was convicted that my trauma experience should no longer be at the forefront, I had to be honest and vulnerable with myself and look at it head on, even though I desperately wanted to hold on to it because it's what I was used to and knew best. I bet you can relate. It's familiar and comfortable and it's hard to leave your comfort zone, right? I had to ask myself the hard questions of why I continue to hold on to it and let it take prominence in my life. For me, it was because it's what I served with for so long. I was comfortable with it being part of who I was and how I showed up. I wanted to be known for helping moms find healing after birth trauma. It felt purposeful and it was for a time. It was for a season. There were lots of reasons I held on. What about you? What is that reason or what are those reasons for you? Okay, step two, acknowledge the area or areas of life that it affects for you and how it affects them. Does it impact your mental health, your relationships, maybe how you show up each day and in what ways? When I finally confronted constantly living in the past with my birth story, I acknowledged that it caused my mental health to dwindle and it honestly just led to emotional instability, often affecting my marriage and how I showed up as a mom. I also acknowledged that physically it regularly drained my energy. In what ways does it impact your uh, your mental, emotional, physical, and even spiritual well-being? And then step three, analyze what it will mean for you to let go of what is no longer beneficial to you or others. Be honest. Look at both the good and bad. You need to see both sides and decide how you will show up without that thing as a determining factor in your life, despite the possible cons, okay? So I explained how letting go was beneficial for me in my story, but when I analyzed what it would mean for me, it meant many things, including freedom from the chains of my birth story, which meant more mental clarity and stability and just overall improved well-being. Um, It meant serving a broader need and confidently showing up as me, fully, without hindrance, not just a small part of my story, but the whole. But also there were cons, like basically starting over in my business with a new path, being questioned as to why I left that line of work, feeling like I was leaving moms in the dust and experiencing guilt because of it, and so much more. But I chose that in moving forward, I would show up transparently in all areas of life, I would be confidently me, all of me, 
And I would share how God has transformed my day-to-day life instead of just one area of life. I chose consistent growth in my faith walk, no longer with the main focus being on healing and response after trauma, but overall as a wife, a mom, a friend in all my roles in life, and to move forward in total well-being, committed to true nourishment from the inside out, no longer held back by my past and foregoing my mental, emotional, and physical well-being. So to recap, first... Confront what you're holding on to and why. Second, acknowledge what areas of life are affected by it and how. And third, analyze what it will mean for you to let go of it and decide how you will choose to move forward. Notice I said decide how you will choose to move forward. You get to decide. You have that power because mama, God gave you the power of choice. How will you choose to live today? So, Mama, I hope you have an incredible rest of your week. I hope you take these steps, you implement them. You not only heard them, but you put them to action today. Don't wait. I want you to just take that time to do these three steps, to make the choice, the choices, to really get vulnerable with yourself so that you can move forward instead of staying stuck in the past because it affects your overall well-being when you stay stuck in the past, when you hold on to what is no longer serving you, no longer benefiting you, right? So have an awesome week. We will see you next Monday. If you enjoyed this episode or know someone who it could bless, please share it. We need more moms supporting moms. And if you want more content like this, you can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Holy Nourished Mama. That's Holy, W-H-O-L-L-Y, Nourished, N-O-U-R-I-S-H-E-D, Mama, M-O-M-M-A. I'll see you soon.